Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're just glad a few of us are here today. Everybody's geez, been sick, man. But, uh, you know... When I do a series, I, I enjoy doing a series, and then sometimes from time to time, the Lord, the end of the series puts on my heart just to bring like a one-part message. And so, I want us to look at the Lord's Word today in uh, Proverbs chapter 4, just a minute, on, on what matters. You know, we get so busy in life, we get so caught up on on things. And then sometimes we look back on decisions we made or things that we've done the last week and, 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 and or even maybe an hour later or that night. So does that matter? What, what, what matters? And so we're going to look to, uh, we're going to look to the Lord's word today and uh, hopefully the Lord will help us in our daily life. Let's pray. Father, we're just so grateful that we can open your word today. Lord, it's your word that helps us to make the right decisions and also to know to, to what to get upset about or what perspective that we need to have. And Lord, it's hard in this world that we live in that so many things hit us every day. So <clears throat> may you just quiet our hearts from all that's taken place last week or things we're worried about this coming week. And, Lord, that we can make those decisions for you and know really, really what matters. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, uh, you know, I was probably, I don't know why I thought about this this week, but it must have been about 15 or 17 years ago when I was pastoring a very, very large church years ago, we would have these, these very, very, very large concerts. And uh, there's a whole other thing talking about those. But when we had those concerts, it would take it would, the people who were doing all the setup and <clears throat> set all these tables up for where they uh, would, would uh, have their CDs and all their different things. I was going to say albums. That doesn't happen anymore. But uh, CD, you know, they even had cassettes, and that doesn't happen anymore. Actually, CDs don't happen anymore, do they? It's just, you know, you, got, you, you just have, you stream it now. So... Anyways, so it was hours and hours before the concert where there was going to be about 5,000 people there that night. And so I went out early and uh, just like dressed like how I'm dressed now, sweatshirt, my jeans, and I had my backpack on. And I just walked in the one side door <coughs> to where it's a main entrance. And uh, there's the long, huge hallway. And a guy who was setting up, said, uh, hey, 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 can you, can you, can you come over here and help me? And, you know, I was kind of in a hurry. I said, yeah, 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 sure. You know, so I threw my backpack down and uh, went over and helped the guy. And he says, hey, can you help me do this? So I stayed out there for a little bit because he kept saying, you know, can you help me do this? <laughs> and, and he's kind of, I, I don't want to say being bossy, but he's just kind of like ordering me around, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, I, you know, I don't, I guess I, you know, and I, I didn't want to say anything, you know, like who I was or, you know, what I'm doing, you know, this whole thing. So I'm out there for a while and helping. Yeah, let's get this over. Hey, can you do that? All right, you know. So I finally 
you know, we got done, and I, I said, I'll see you later, and I out my backpack and went back in the office and then to my office. So about 30 minutes later, uh, the same guy's out there, and I go out there dressed as I was before, and for some reason, there was myself, two other, two other guys on the staff, I really can't remember who, and, and Pastor Darris was, was out there. Darris, uh, who had worked with my dad as a pastor for years and years, always looked very distinguished, you know. And so Darris was out there, and he had just come back from a funeral. So we're standing outside the office. This guy is there, and for some reason, this guy is asking for some more help. And, um, and so he's talking to all of us, and he needs to make a decision on, it's kind of an important decision on, on what he's got to do, you know, to get permission so forth to get it done in our facility. And so again, Darius, you know, just come back for funeral. He's got his suit on, looks really good there. And so the guy looks at Darius and, and begins to ask him if he can do it, because at the time he thinks Darius is the senior pastor. So I'm just standing there next to Darius, and again, I got my whole, I'm just standing there, and he keeps going on and on, and Darius just kind of, kind of like points and looks at me like he's the senior pastor. And the guy, all of a sudden, it clicks back to an hour before. He's bossing me around in the narthex and the whole thing. His whole face went completely white. He was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I, I, hey, I didn't know. I said, I said, hold on. I said, it doesn't matter. It's not, it wasn't important. I'm there. I came in. You needed some help. I helped you out. No big deal. Do you ever the situations where... You know, it happens like that, and, and, and right at that point in time, you, you so want to say something, but then there's something in your spirit that for some reason, like you hold back because it doesn't matter. Does it, does it really matter in certain situations if you're right or wrong? You know, I, I, when I have to go to certain situations, out in public or with people or, or there's a group of people or might be, I, I don't know where it would be, maybe a, a friend's house or wedding. There's all type people there you don't know. Find out I'm a pastor and so forth. <sighs> and there's, the most, there's always someone there that has their most bizarre question about the Bible, you know. But they also have the answer, you know. And so I just listen to them. Why? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I'm going to say because they're already convinced what they believe anyways. You're in those same situations. And, and we have to ask ourselves the question that life is like this. What matters? What really matters? Am I going to get upset about this or, or what am I going to do about that? How do we make the right decision? How do we really come to understand what matters? And I want you to turn to... Proverbs chapter 4, and I want you to see how you can come to an understanding in life, and, and life will be so much easier when we look at what we do today and really understanding what matters. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom in all your getting in other words, in all your decision-making, get understanding. 
exalt her. She will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace and a crown of glory she will deliver to you. In other words, you keep that wisdom close to you. Isn't that amazing? Wisdom is the principal thing. God says through his word in the New Testament, if you ask the good Lord for wisdom, he'll give you as much as you want. And I believe in a day that we live in more than a day that you have hundreds of decisions that you have to make every week. Little decisions, decisions that for right then, right now, whether it's at work or family, whatever it might be, what matters, what matters, what is this important? How do you do that? We do it through gaining wisdom. And God tells us and gives us an insight there. Wisdom is the principal thing. It's a top priority. Not to get down on you or myself or whatever, but how many times last week, frustrated, not sure what to do, not sure how to handle something, that you're gonna, you're gonna figure it out yourself. And you're gonna work through it some way. Instead of saying, I'm gonna pull back from it, Lord, will you show me what to do? Will you show me what really matters, what's important? You know, and the reason I started preparing this message was, you know, uh, I couldn't help but think when I uh, heard of the news last week, actually last Sunday, uh, about uh, Kobe Bryant and being killed in a helicopter accident and knowing so much about flying and helicopters and everything because my dad was a pilot for all those 50 years or where it might be in up and with him so many times and all the different things that can go right and all the different things that can go wrong. And I began to, to think about what matters. And I don't think there's anything that's effective, you've noticed this week, more in, in our overall as a blanket in our society of, of a death, that is, of someone who is famous, uh, other than maybe you can look back, I don't know how long it's been, I really don't know, 20 some years longer than that when Princess Di was killed in a car accident. I think it's, it's at that level that we've seen this week and, and not to forget also about the families and his daughter and so forth that were all killed in that horrible helicopter accident. And I began to ask myself that question, what matters? What do we get upset about? What we don't get upset about? If, if he knew that that, that was gonna be his last week, what decisions would, would he have made different leading up to that? And how that when we live this life, are we really thinking as even what we talked about last week, a living hope? And how that when we think about wisdom and we think about Lord, give me wisdom for this life. I believe that he helps us when we do that. He pulls eternity into that decision. And we begin to think about what really is important. We begin to hear all the comments and all the things that were said. But what struck me, I don't know if it did you or not last week about this. I think more than anything else, we saw all the people hurting and grieving and his family more than anything else and prayers go out to them is, um, is what took place 
like that afternoon, that evening, it just didn't feel right. It was like, you know, the, I, I believe it was the Grammys and, and then all the games. Everything just went on. You know, like it, it just went on. You know, in, in the Super Bowl this weekend and all the things. And, and even people that are close to them and, and so forth and all those people in Hollywood, it just went on. And I, and I thought, it just didn't seem right. And I don't know if you felt that way or not, but I, I want to make the right decision on what to do or what not to do when it comes to decisions I make and, and, and what matters. And, and, and you think about things that, what I, the illustration I gave at the beginning, like there was no reason for me to get upset. The guy didn't know who I was and I, it, it didn't matter. How many times in your life and in my life, even this last week, could you go back on and say, did, that, does that, did I really get upset about that? Was that worth it? How do I make the right decisions every week? How do I stay on that path? That path that, that when we don't have the answer, when we don't know what to do, and, and so many people have said, about that, what I was just stressing in, with Kobe Bryant and his, his daughter and all those people about the common thing that I heard, I will never understand this. And you know, I'm not here to help you or try and understand that. I don't think there's some things in life that you, you have faced, you've gone through, that you have said the same thing. God, why? Or I don't understand this. And I really believe that when we get to that place, that that's where this comes in, God's word, that when you don't have an understanding, he says he gives us a peace that passes all understanding. I want you to know that in a, this other story I want to read today, that it's okay to doubt and it's okay to not understand it doesn't mean you're any worse or, or of a Christian or you don't know the Bible like you should. Let me give you an example because I always like to go to God's word. In Mark chapter 9, I want to give you the background of the story. You can imagine this, this father with his, with his son knowing that his son has been extremely ill all these years and somehow, uh, whether it was an evil spirit has overtaken his son, his son would constantly convulse or, or fall down. And he dealt with this for years. And I know without a doubt, he'd have things that he had thought about, about God and about why and about not understanding. He gets to the place to where he hears Jesus is in town. He's coming through where he is. And somehow, someway, he is able to bring his child who still is convulsing, still is falling down, and he's able to bring him into the presence of Jesus. I, I do want you to know today when we doubt and when we don't understand, the worst thing we could do is shut ourselves off from the one who can give us peace, the one who can give us some answers, maybe not all the answers. In Mark chapter 9, we pick up the story to where he, Father finally gets in front of Jesus and 
and he explains to him, my son is falling constantly, he falls in the fire, he falls everywhere where people are setting up fires, which they did. Of course, they didn't have the heating that we have today. There's so many things that we can't even imagine what this father has seen, experienced, the heartache that he'd gone through with his son. And so the story picks up in Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus is having a conversation with him. And he says, if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes. Let me read again. If you can believe all things are possible to him who believes. As long as you and I know what matters is if we can still hold on to who we believe in. It's not about not understanding. You can still not understand, but you can still believe in who controls the universe. And that's what Jesus wants you to do. The devil, more than anything else, wants us to be confused and wants us to get bitter. Life throws a lot of confusion, and life can throw bitterness in there when we get confused. Fortunately enough, that this man believed who Jesus was and is today. And he decided to go to him. He's in his presence. Jesus says back to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father child cried out and said, with tears in his eyes or with tears, he says, Lord, that's one of my favorite passages of the Bible. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. I want you to know it's okay today when you and I go to the Lord with unbelief. If you still, you know, what, is the, what does God's word tell us about our faith? If you have just a grain, just a mustard seed of faith, just a little bit, you can move mountains. Not this great, huge faith. Not all this, we're supposed to be perfect and everything involved. Just a mustard seed of, of faith. You'll be able to do great things. Because you still hold on to who you believe in. Who is the Son of God. Who is Jesus Christ. He says, Lord, I believe that you, you can insert yourself, you can so insert yourself in there today that you believe too. I, I believe many of you that are watching on YouTube or you're, uh, almost all of you are here today believe, but there's many times that you say, Lord, I, I don't know about this. I'm really having a hard time understanding this. But he was still willing to go in front in the presence of Jesus. As he did that, and he said that, what was he doing? Let's be honest. You know, you might as well, here it is, you might as well be honest with the Lord today because he knows anyways. He knows if you're telling the truth or not. He knows when you're holding something back. Just tell it all. Lord, I'm having a hard time with this. You, Lord, I, I, you know, I, I don't get this. I don't understand why this is happening, why this is taking so long. 
why this has happened, and life is never going to be the same. Why? It's all right to ask the Lord any of that, but still leave room to believe enough to let Jesus work and the tenderness that you still have in there somewhere. Let him work. Verse 24, immediately the father of the child cried out, and he said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to the deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, came out of him, and he became as one dead. So that so many said, he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we cast it out? And he said, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. In other words, I believe something happens. The longer that we believe, the more that we're willing to pray. The longer that we have an opening to know that your financial situation, your, your, your mind, uh, whatever it is that you're trying to do to fix this, cannot fix it. If you're willing to say, Lord, I'm going to pray more, I'm going to pray more, even a place to where I don't even want to eat, I'm going to bring it to you. The Lord says, I, I, I'm going to fix it. And the reason I want to say it that way, it doesn't happen to all of us the same way. You see, what do you mean, Dallas? What I mean is this. You all have, everybody has something different that you go through, that you say, Lord, I, I do not understand this. What matters today is that you just have that, just that, that little bit of faith that you say, Lord, I, I don't understand this, but I'm going to bring it to you. And watch what God does. Watch what Jesus does. Because this week, I don't know what will change in your life. I don't know what will change in my life. But what will it so rock you is so many people that I've run into over the years. It's something tragic has happened in their life, and they've just walked away. What matters the most today is you have an understanding not of that situation, but an understanding to where the Lord can help you navigate the rest of your life. That's what's important. How that happens is I always like to bring it down to being practical. Let's look at one more verse, a great verse in a book of Psalm to make it practical. In Psalm, I believe it's chapter 90 and verse 12. The psalmist tells us in Psalm 90, chapter 12, so teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Notice it's not flipped. If we look at the first thing first, the second thing will come together. Let me read it again. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart 
wisdom. God's word tells us our life is a vapor. Our life is a vapor. You know, I, I've said this before, whether it's at funerals or whether it's talking to people that, you know, if, you, if you've been out of high school for a certain amount of years, you know, uh, even five years, but maybe some of you 10 or 20 years or whatever it might be, uh, all of a sudden you, you're, you're, you're a senior high school and then you're getting ready to graduate if you go to college and it's just like went like this and then all of a sudden, you know, you're 30, you're 40, you're 50 and, and you look back and, and you'll run across somebody you went to school with and, and you still feel that same spirit like you're in high school. Why is that? Is because your spirit within you lasts forever. It's eternal. So when we recognize what's important, what matters, when we recognize what matters, teach us. It's a learning process. The Apostle Paul said, I have learned, I have learned to be content. No matter what is happening in my life, I've learned to turn it to you, Jesus. Teach us to number our days so that we can gain heart of wisdom. What does that mean? In other words, when you realize how frail life is today, tomorrow, the next day will become so valuable to you that you will begin to understand what's important and what is it? Does this really matter? In the scheme of life, and do you ever run into someone and you're going through, or you've gone through what you've gone through, and they, and they share with you something petty that they're going through, and you just want to slap them across the face, right? Let's be honest with you. I know you have. You're, they're telling you something real petty that they're just so upset about, and you're going, oh, you know, because of what? Because of what you've experienced, what you've gone through. You know because of what you've gone through, what is important, what matters, and what doesn't matter. What's important, what isn't. And when something happens so difficult in this life, and something happens tragically in this life, we all take a deep breath for that moment, or maybe last Sunday or Monday when you heard of the tragic helicopter accident, and you, and you paused for a moment and realized you thought about what's important, what matters. How do we do that every day to what matters? Then we realize how grateful that we are that we're able to get up today. We're able to come worship the Lord. We're able to, to breathe just another second in this day, smile and to hug those that we love. That's what matters. And when the Lord gives us that perspective, when we so value life and every day, he tells us we will gain a heart of wisdom. So in closing the day, you know, the way that that happens is that we constantly read this word. 
because it's all about eternity and it's all about giving us hope and it's all about having an understanding. Again, it so struck me last Sunday, everything, people that he knew and that he knew so well, meaning Kobe Bryant, all the people that, that all, everything, it just, all except the Lakers canceled their game. Everything just went on. It just didn't seem right. And what I'm sharing with you is that the world's perspective is the world. Why are we not surprised? So, when it comes to your life and my life, let's not wait till something shakes us. If it does, then you're here today with that heart of wisdom because you know what's important and you know what matters. And the way that we're able to do it on a daily basis, Lord, will you give me wisdom for today? Will you help me to know what's important and what's not, what matters, what doesn't matter? The way that that happens is you just ask Jesus every day or every night, Lord, show me, help me. Give me a heart of wisdom. Teach me to number my days. Help me to stay on your path. God's word says when we're in his presence, in his presence, there are pleasures forevermore. But it says when we stay in his presence, there is joy. And he shows us the path. So I encourage you and I challenge you, no matter what you're going through today, know what matters. And what matters is even though you struggle, as we all do, have that little grain of mustard seed, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. There's this part of me, Lord, that is still struggling. I don't understand. And I know, I know, I know without a doubt that even if you don't have the answers that you want today, he will give you a peace that passes any understanding of whatever it is you're going through. That's the Jesus that we serve. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, uh, I'm sure... Many of you today realize what's important, what isn't. And you know what you've been through, what you're going through, um, and what matters. But I want to stay on that same path. I, I, I want to stay to where I know that every day I want it to count. I don't want it to wish it away till quote, quote, things are better. So all you have to do is say, even right now, today, before we leave, Lord, help me. Help me, Lord, to, to number my days. Help me to, to come before you. And even though I doubt, I still believe you, Lord. I'm not going anywhere. And just help me. Give me wisdom. Give me wisdom, Jesus. He says, I'll give you as much as you need. His grace is sufficient for just today. What you need tomorrow, he'll give you tomorrow. What you need the next day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, he'll give you every one of those days. You say, Jesus, 
show me your path. Father, we thank you today that we don't understand, but we know you. And we know we live with hope. Seeing our loved ones again, we know what matters in this life, and that's a relationship with you. Not getting bitter and not wishing life away. Father, knowing that you are in complete control, we go before you. Father, if there's someone here today, is we give an invitation, whether it's on YouTube or here, I, however they hear the message, Lord. May they see eternity in, in a way that you want them to see it. It's forever, and our life is a vapor. So, Lord, may they pray that prayer that you prepared us for eternity through your son, Jesus, on that cross some 2,000 years ago. And that they would just pray, Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. I believe you died on a cross for me. Lord, if there's someone here today that wants to even come forward and confess you before all these people today, or Lord, wherever they might be, may they do so. Lord, may we live today by knowing what matters, and that's by knowing you in the midst of uncertainty. And Jesus, we can praise you, and we can thank you because we have hope. In Jesus' name. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life if you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son and you came and lived a perfect life and you died on the cross, and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know 
that will contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.